I'm independent. Hey, what is up, all 11 of you podcast listeners? Thank you so much for listening to The Jonathan Weir Show. Uh, Radio Free Weir with me, Jonathan, and uh, my buddy James. Hey, James. Hey. Haven't done a freebie show in a while, and sorry about that. Uh, If you want more content, you should always go to patreon.com slash the JWS. It's like Jaws without the A. It's like Jews without the E. It's like... Joe's Joe's <laughs> without the oh, oh no uh yeah patreon.com slash the JWS we do about five shows a week I'm not gonna I I would I was used to say five shows a week I'm now it's I'm now gonna say about five shows a week because every once in a while life interrupts and we don't get that fifth show fired off but we do our best but there is almost always daily content during the week over at patreon.com slash the JWS. Um, I don't, just don't, don't backslash it. Don't don't backslash it. Yeah. yeah what, are you doing? what is this? 1985 eat it with your DOS. Um, I just got back from vacation. And. Uh, yeah. You know that that really famous, really uh, well-received, critically, critically uh, received movie. Where like, the, there's the family, right? Mm. And everything goes great. Mm-hmm. Everything works out. There's no conflict. Nobody baggage. fights. No baggage. Nothing goes wrong. No adversity. No adversaries. No antagonist to the protagonist. Everything just works out great. You know that famous movie. No, because that movie yeah. that movie doesn't exist, and neither does the vacation. That <laughs> is perfect either. The, the, that movie doesn't exist for probably for the same reason. Because if you ever had that perfect vacation, it would be the worst vacation ever. Because while you would have go- a good time on the vacation, nobody would want to hear about it. Not one person. Yeah, no, everything went great. Uh... It was oh my god! And then and then at sunset we saw two seals kiss, and their kiss formed a perfect heart in front of the sun. Yeah, okay, no, I that's great. Nobody wants nobody wants to hear about it. Fortunately, you're listening to this podcast, and you're listening to me, so you know that there's no way that that scenario happened. Um. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's the worst vacation of my life because it was not. Um, I'm not going to say it's the worst vacation anybody's ever had because my parents had that when they went on vacation to Savannah, Georgia, and then my brother died here. Well, not here, but uh, back in the Midwest. I'm in Boston. My brother died in Belleville, Illinois. So that, that, that he died in St. Louis, Missouri, but technically true. You're right. Uh, the pr- pronunciation was made at Barnes Hospital in St. Louis. Thank you for being there for me, James. <laughs> in sickness and health. And, in, and in correction and incorrection. Always. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why you were such a good CEO. You're always doing okay, corrections. I in corrections. <laughs> <You're> always- <laughs> James used to work in a jail. Um, so here's oh, a, oh, you use T-O instead of T-O-O. You shouldn't. Uh, how can you? I, I'm talking. How can you even tell 
Which version? I, oh, you're probably I, right. I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> you were thinking T.O., not T.O.O. Anyway. Um, oh, I've got Terrell Owens on the mind. It's, anyway. It was a... <laughs> It was a bad vacation that might end up being the greatest vacation for me financially. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Because I'm going to get so much material out of this for the podcast and for my morning show. It's ridiculous. Four things. Four things happen on this vacation. Literally four things. Only uh, four exclusive things happened on this vacation. <laughs> it was, that was as many as we could fit in in four days. We were, down. we were only gone for four days, by the way. Two of them driving days, so really only three days. But... Now, did one thing happen each day? Or yes. was there like a yes. busy day? Yes, okay. you're right. One thing happened... Well, no, no, no. Uh, uh, in the three days, four bad things happened. I'll, I'll just start okay. off with the most mundane. And this isn't even bad. This is just a silly thing. But I want to talk about it because it's funny. Is uh okay, so I brought up my brother earlier. Uh this Friday was the twentieth anniversary of his death. Just crazy to contemplate, but twenty years, August thirteenth was the day that he died, yes, James, at Barnes Hospital. Is it still called Barnes Jewish? It is Barnes Jewish. Barnes Hospital. Jewish Hospital in St. Louis. I think they pulled the plug when they realized he was Catholic. no obviously not but um so my family likes to get together for that day because we know my mom's gonna be sad my mom's a very big anniversary person birthday person christmas she just she just loves celebrating things (laughs) even death but she's somebody who's always thinking in terms if of if you can commemorate it, God damn it, she's going to be. There yeah, she's. Them. But she's always my whole life growing up. She was always somebody who was like, "Oh, remember three years ago today, you pooped your pants for the last time." You know, things like she's always commemorating things. She's a, she's a beautiful, lovely and you woman. You said, "Mom, you thought that was the last time." Oh, so this is just how she thinks. This is the this is the term she thinks, and I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm like I'm like, oh my god, twenty years since my brother. That's crazy. So we know my mom's gonna think that way. So we always try to get together, and you know, cheer my mom up. So, um, we thought a nice halfway point, midway point would be, uh, Ohio, Cleveland. It's ten hours for us. It's ten hours from St. Louis. It's perfect. The problem is we wanted to go to Cedar Point, which is an amusement park, and my family did not, like, at all. Like, they're like, we've been to Disney World. I'm like, I've been to Disney World, too, and Cedar Point's better. But they didn't want to go. They just wanted to go to Cleveland. So we went We went to Cedar Point one day, and that's a whole disaster I'll talk about at another point. Second day, we went to Cleveland and met my mom and sisters and their kids at this restaurant called the yard house which was or is uh it's a chain uh has a lot of beer just a typical sports bar blown up type of thing uh not like a buffalo wild wings unfortunately because the waitresses are a lot more nice which informs the story a little bit so we're at this place and um there's 11 of us and i get that's a lot that's a lot for a waitress but the waitress is mad. Like from the get 
go because we sit down katie and henry and finn and i sit down and she comes over she's like how many people in your party and i was like we told the hostess it would be 11 she's like 11 by the way 11 is a great number everybody 11 and we're like yes she's like okay and walks away (laughs) that was the extent of it like she came over one more than 10 one fewer than 12 and by the way this wasn't in the middle of a rush this is 11 o'clock in the morning 11 at 11 it's perfect oh my god i didn't think about it for the show it's literally when they open so there's nobody else even there and she at just, the ad house at the ad house that would be what we call it here in boston but this was in cleveland right and she just walks away they talk funny in cleveland these <laughs> fucking people and she walks away and comes back gets our drink order i get a cup i get a beer and then because of the waitress's attitude i get another beer um my family comes we order our food my pizza is burnt to shit and I just uh, like you like it. No, I don't like it that way. So I held it up to the waitress. And <laughs> this is this is the conversation that took place. OK, I'm not embellishing this and I'm not trying to make myself seem better or her seem worse. This is just the words that were exchanged. I held up the pizza and I said, I, I'm sorry, the pizza's burnt. Could I get another pizza? I can't eat this. And she went, oh, my God, of course. OK. And then she looked at me, square in the eyes, James, and I should tell you she was a black woman. She said, quote, bet you never thought you'd get a pizza blacker than me, huh? (laughs) How the fuck am I supposed to respond to that? Now, now, John, if you had to describe her complexion, no, I no, no, I'm not going to. I'm folding no. my arms across my chest. People, ten thousand people a week listen to this podcast. I'm not going to describe the complexion of this woman. It's, I, no, I, no, there's no there's difference. Stop, complexion. Stop, stop. Of our black, no, stop it. It's true. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. So I went. That's fine. Yes, but then I'm like in my head, like the gears are the anxiety hamster is just running, <laughs> like he's on coke and just spinning the wheel. And I'm like, do I say yes because it's a funny joke, or do I say no, <laughs> or do I? Am I supposed to take the pizza back? I'm like, I have no problem with dark black things they're fine they some people prefer them (laughs) we've all gone through periods where maybe we like burnt things i don't know (laughs) so she takes the pizza comes back with another pizza the pizza's free which is awesome they give it to me for her then this moment happens the end of the dinner or lunch whatever the fuck it was luncheon luncheon and uh she shows us the bill and she's like it's going to be 125 dollars, which is not much for 11 people i think because no. my pizza was free but not much at all and i had two beers so i felt yeah. like well i had two beers and uh you know what 
I'm making good money now, thanks to the people on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the JWS, by the way. And also thanks to Cody Akins, the sponsor of the show. So, I whip out my credit card and I go... Just whipped it out right there. In front right of there. Yeah. Whip out my credit card and I go, I will take care of it. She's like, I thought it was going to be separate checks. The waitress says this. And I went, uh, she's like, when you sat down, you said it would be separate checks. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's not. So just run this credit card four times? Like, I don't really understand what the problem is. She rips the credit card out of my hand and walks away and then comes back, puts the credit card down and the thing, the, the thing to sign. And she's like, I just wish you'd have told me this before. And I went, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, Really? And then I looked at my mom and my sisters and went, you guys take care of the tip. Here's the worst part about this story. The pen didn't work. <laughs> so you know what that means, James? This waitress. You had to say. Who is level 10 on her level. Mad at me. I have to go. Excuse. I like everybody. I'm like, Katie, you always have a pen. I don't I, No, We're on vacation. I don't bring a pen on vacation. My mom, my sisters. Yeah, do you have, I a pen? have a pen. The only person who We're has anything resembling a pen is my little niece who hands me a crayon. Crayon works doing crayon. So, yeah, I have to ask for a okay. pen. They leave the tip. The worst part about it is they left kind of a tip. They're like, oh, well, she was mean oh. to Johnny. So they it was $125. They left a $25 tip. And I was like, no. So I threw another 20 down. I'm not trying to seem magnanimous. That's just who I was. It's not a horrendous tip, but. Yeah, it's a little, a little paltry. Well, I mean, like what? Uh, the way I look at it is, yes, that's more than 20%. But but you got the pizza for free. you got the pizza for free and it's eleven been, people. Yeah. It's eleven people. And it's not yeah. her fault the pizza was burnt unless she told them like this guy's pissing me off. Burn his pizza and they said how burnt and she but said well eleven motherfucking people <laughs> and she they said how burnt and she said hey I have an idea no no little, stop it stop it stop it a little darker stop it I didn't say to what she was referring. How far are we into the show here? Okay, 15 minutes. Okay. I'm just going to skip ahead to the worst part of the trip. Um, I genuinely wonder when you're in a new place or a different place, and it's new to you, I guess, how many people get into car accidents on vacations because because you, you're on a vacation you're on you're probably driving a rental car not used to driving that car now you're paying attention to gps trying to follow that and also drive a car that you're not that familiar with uh, now, this was my own car but it's not a car i've driven in like a year and a half it's katie's car i'd never drive that car but on vacation katie never wants to drive and i drive so for some reason my sister sam wanted to meet at a beach in Cleveland. Quick, the quick, jump ahead. Renowned 
Cleveland beaches. I'm just going to jump ahead 20 minutes, or no, uh, two hours from where we, we were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was great. And then we're leaving, and she's like, hey, meet us at this beach. I'm going to jump ahead two hours. This is my sister. Hey, oh my God, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh my God. And you know what? The beach sucked. The beach was awful. You guys didn't make it here because of that horrible thing that happened. But the beach. Oh, it was gross anyway. And we were like, we could have told you that. We didn't need to go to the beach to tell you that. So here's what happened. Uh, My sister gave me directions to get to this beach in Cleveland which meant driving through the middle of Cleveland. Now, I'm fine on a highway. Everybody is. You know, you're just driving straight, trying to make sure you don't hit the cars in front of you and watch out for anybody who might be cutting you off or whatever. It's not hard. But I'm driving through the middle of Cleveland. I'm talking to... I'm literally having a conversation with with Henry, who's in the backseat, my 12-year-old, because he's like, this looks like the ghetto. And I was like, it does. (laughs) It does Funny, not, you should mention that because it probably is. It probably is. It doesn't look good. And uh, he's like, what makes it a ghetto, Dad? So I start like listing off all the things I'm seeing as the things that make it a ghetto. We pull up to a stop sign. And here's the thing. when Whenever I've heard somebody say the phrase after they've been in a car accident, I didn't see them coming. I've never believed it. Never, never once. I've never believed that. But now I do. Every single time. Most of the time. You believe it every time. No. <laughs> I, I believe it can happen. I pull up to the stop sign. It's a two-way stop. There's even a thing saying two-way stop. So I look both ways. But there is a car. It, it, the, the, the intersection's at a weird angle. There's a car, like an SUV, like a Humvee over there. And then there's another SUV behind it. I look both ways. The last way, James, if you're pulling out in an intersection, just think about it in your head. Which way, how are you looking? Generally left before right. Left, right. I do left, right, left. Okay. Left, make sure. Right, make sure. Then left again to make sure that if you're because that's the car that's going to hit you first right. is, is the one on your left, not the one on your right. Left, right, left. I'm looking to the left as I'm pulling out. The last thing I hear is my wife going, John, John, which um, usually means she's overreacting to something. 90% of the time. But this time she was not. And then in very slow motion I see a white blur which I've never been described as a white blur cross into the field division of the car crunch smack go flying to the left and around us hit a curb and stop everybody in the car is screaming except for Finn the four year old who is perfectly fine (laughs) Ah, the the voodoo doll worked. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And Katie's like, you just hit somebody. It's like, no, I didn't. She's like, you you hit somebody. I was like, no, I didn't. They hit us. And she's like, but you drove into the intersection and they were oncoming. 
So pull the car over. Honestly, the car the car was fine. Like, well, it got fucked up, but it, it was running fine. It ran fine. I get out there up on the curb. I run over to this car and I see a guy in the car and a girl. The guy is the passenger. The girl is the driver. And the girl is just grabbing the wheel and not moving. Like she's just in, in her head down and not moving. Just like that. And the guy's like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, I'm just, are you guys okay? He's like, it's okay. And I was like, oh, that's not a broad thing. Um, she rolls down her window and she's like, I'm sorry. It's just, I have a lot of anxiety. Which is like, You're like sister. First of preach. all, I can recommend a good series of books. Second of all, I can recommend a good series of psychiatrists. And third, I can recommend a lot of really good anti-anxiety drugs. But most importantly, of course you have anxiety. You just got into a car accident. Nobody gets into a car accident and goes, boop, bird, <laughs> whoopsie doodles. Everybody's at their worst. Gosh, I wish that wouldn't have happened. Yes. Um, so here's the crazy thing. I get out of the car. I checked on her. She's fine, except for she's freaked out. Uh, this neighbor, we we apparently had a, an accident in the nicest neighborhood in the world because this neighbor woman comes out. She goes up to the girl. The girl is like crying her eyes out. I walked over to make sure my family was okay. And, you know, they were, but just make sure nobody was hurt. And, uh, I go back, the 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 woman is the, the girl is being held by like this elderly neighbor woman who's just calling her as the girl is shaking. She's like, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, you're fine, you're fine. And uh it was just honestly, of all the car accidents I've been in, the humanity uh, it was the humanity of it was is was it was heartwarming. Oh, the humanity. Because the girl was crying. This woman was hugging her and telling her like, yeah, you just need to calm down. Your heart rate's going to go down. It's going to be okay. You just need to get that heart rate under control. Get your breathing under control. Some guy comes out with a, a, a three because he <laughs> sees three of us standing there. Three things of water for all of us. And I'm like, these people were really fucking prepared for this car accident. <laughs> They see this a lot. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Go up to the girl. I'm like, I, I and I know I, I've been in a couple car accidents. I know you never say I'm sorry. You just don't. You just go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Are you OK? I can't believe this. Happened. I can't believe this happened. Are you OK? Are you OK? And she's like, yes. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> excellent and i went okay she's like are you are you okay it's like yeah i'm, I'm fine we're nobody's hurt she's like you had people in your car and it's like yes i it's my wife and my two sons and she's like oh my god are you, you how old are they and it's like 12 and 4 she's like are they okay it's like you just hit our front bumper we're fine like it's fine so we're hanging like, on for dear life <laughs> the four-year-old they're not sure if my little boy's gonna make it um, 
Okay, so here's where the weirdness starts, where it's like a Twilight Zone thing. So I'm getting my insurance information. The the I called the nine I called nine one one. Uh they literally, this is the funniest thing. Nine one one in Cleveland. I call them and they put me on hold. They said, Is this emergency? I said yes. And they put me on hold. They didn't ask what kind of emergency. They just said is this emergency? Yes. Then they put me on hold and said it could be 30 to 40 minutes. <laughs> well, if you just said no, they'd have just hung up on you. Yes. Wasting my time. Um, somebody else must have known who to call because the fire department shows up. Now, again, here's where it gets weird. The neighbor, the one who brought all the drinks out, who came out of nowhere. I've like grabbed the water from him because it is like it's really hot and I'm really dehydrated and all sorts of fucking frazzled. Right. And uh, he's like, man, this happens here all the time. And I was like, what? He's like, the problem is you got this intersection and when you're pulling out of it, it's a weird angle there. Those motherfuckers right there always park their motherfucking cars right there. Do you see where it says no parking? I'm like, yeah. He's like, those motherfuckers park their car there anyway. So there was a car blocking my view. It wasn't supposed to be parked there. Okay. He's like, those motherfuckers park their motherfucking car there all the motherfucking time. He's like, this happens once a week. And every time it happens, they move their fucking car. And I look over, moving his fucking car. <laughs> now, like if we'd been seriously injured, I, I would have gone and killed the man. Um, and I'm like, that's crazy. We're at, this is important to note, we're at 53rd and Franklin in Cleveland is where this accident happened. Go over to the fire department EMS guys telling them what happened. And they're like, we know what happened. I was like, oh, okay. she told you like, well, she told me, but you were turning left. You couldn't see her. She hit you. Yeah. There's nothing, you you know, you didn't see her. She came out of nowhere, right? I was like, yes. He's like, it happens all the time here. It happens all the time here. This intersection sucks. I was like, okay. So we're waiting for the cops to show up. It's been about 20 minutes. The fire department guys go, hey, cops aren't going to show up today, man. They ain't showing up for you. And I was like, what? We were in like a, like not major, but like a pretty serious accident like nobody was injured but you know thank god he's like yeah uh we we radioed him told him nobody was injured um they're not coming out for you and i was like okay so what are we supposed to do he's like well uh ohio doesn't require if nobody's injured doesn't require uh, a police report so you can just leave or if you want to be thorough you can go to the police station and fill one out and then the one guy, one of the guys takes me aside and goes, I would go to the police station to fill it out. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because if she fills it out first, she'll say that you're at fault. And then you'll be fucked. I was like, but I was at fault. I mean, well, the guy, the person at fault is the dipshit who parked his car in a no parking zone. But it's right. still, I mean, if anybody's at fault, it's me. And I'm like, oh. Okay, fine. 
So I get in the car and I drive to the police station. Now I'm not going to lie. I'm not an asshole. I'm, I'm really not. Right. And also I'm, I hate to say this. It's not that I'm a, a, uh, I don't like to rub my $19 million a year into people's faces. Right. right. I, I would never do that. I, cause I don't but make as a 19 millionaire, but I'm not, I'm, I, I also kind of take it as a point of pride that I work hard enough. Cause I do work really hard that I don't have to worry about money. So when something like this happens, I can be a decent person and not have to try to fuck the system or screw somebody else over. So I'm like, I'm going to, I, the only reason I was going to the police precinct was because that girl was too shaken up. And right. I, I was like, I can get there first. It's fine. I'll go do it. And so I get to the police precinct. So far, we've had one guy tell me, oh, yeah, this happens all the time. Then the fire department guy tell me, oh, yeah, I know exactly what happened. This happens all the time here. Get to the police department, or the precinct, and uh, go in, tell them there's been an accident. And they're like, where was it at? And I was like, uh, um, I couldn't remember. I was like, it's it was, uh, 42nd and Park. And she's like, oh, okay. And she comes, goes to get me the paper and everything. I'm looking it up. Like, where the fuck was it? Because, like, I took pictures. So you, on, on your iPhone, you can look at, at right. where the picture is on the map. I was like, oh. Uh, and then she comes back. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it was. She's like, it was 53rd and Franklin, wasn't it? <laughs> I went, yeah. She's like, happens all the time. I was like, what the fuck? Why does it? Why don't you put in a four-way stop? Why don't you put in a trap? You're not making money off of this. How much money are you saving by not putting in a stop sign? How much could a stop sign cost? I see them all over the place. So, so Jonathan Weir is running for alderman in Cleveland, Ohio. I very well may. <laughs> Except for I never want to go back there ever but here, here's the 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 more even more twilight zoney uh ethical kind of thing dilemma thing is i'm still a little shaken up i have katie fill out the police report i hand it back to the officer the officer she looks at it and she says and i quote uh just looking at this you look like you're the guilty party and I went, well, not guilty, but I guess I would say at fault. And she's like, you realize, like, if you fill out this police report, you're the only person that can do it. Like, she can't come in and file another police report. It's only one police report. This is the official one. I was like, OK. And she's like, you realize that this makes you look like you're at fault, right? Dummy. And I'm like. There's there's a thing where I feel like people think like you're you're dumb, but it's not that you're dumb. You're just not a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know what that's called, but I was like, yes, I get it. It makes it look like I was at fault because she's a 22 year old girl who was driving a 15 year old car. And I make nineteen million dollars a year. No, I'm a 39-year-old man who can afford a $50 hike in my insurance premiums a month. So I'm fine. I'm fine with I'm fine with saying yes, I'm at fault. Even if 
I mean, no, I wouldn't. I, if she was at fault, obviously I wouldn't be like, but I, I was like, I, yeah, I'm at fault. I mean, there was a car parked where it shouldn't have been, but I should have, I don't know. Like when I pulled up, look again to my right. Cause there was a car blocking me. I should have looked to my right and said, well, that shit, that's cars. That car is blocking me. Maybe when I get up there, I should stop and look again, but I didn't. So I, the accident was on me. The cop again said to my wife, <laughs> like, I don't think he speaks intelligent. She's like, you filled this out for him, right? And she's like, yes. She's like, oh, you realize that the way this looks, it's your fault. He's like, yes. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I, I just. Boston people. I'm telling you. God, I don't, I don't know. Look, I I was I I don't I don't want to cast aspersions on people, but I will say that the person I got into the accident with was a foreigner. Um, and the only thing I can think of is they're like, "Hey, let's help this white guy out." I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. But like everybody in that situation was trying to tell me to do this horrible thing. And I was like, no, no. And I'm always I've always been like that in my life. I'm not like I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination at all. But anytime I get pressured by people to do a shitty thing like I, I, I am not I, I, I just don't succumb to peer pressure. Like, I just don't. In fact, it, like, makes me indignant. It, it, it has the reverse effect on me. Like, if I was, like, being told, oh, dude, make fun of him, he's gay. Like, at a young age, you're like, fuck you. I'm going to make fun of you for making fun of a gay guy. Why are you so obsessed with him being gay? I just, I just don't, I just don't bend to peer pressure. It's just, I resent it. So, okay. what, even if it's, even if it was peer pressure for a good thing, which I don't know what that could be, like, hey. We're all taking showers, John. Why don't you? I don't. Why don't you clean up for once? Whatever. I, I'm just no. I'm not gonna. Stale and dirty, John. That's what they call you. Stale and dirty. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I just, I just didn't, I didn't do it, and I'm proud of doing the bare minimum ethically. <laughs> you didn't actively screw somebody over. Yeah. I mean, I could have fight numerous entreaties. I could have to do so easily by the authorities. The authorities were like, hey, you know, probably a good idea to be a dick here, right? I mean, you don't want to have to pay Geico $50 extra a month, right? (laughs) Look, here in Cuyahoga County. uh, Wow, you knew that right off the bat. You know your counties. That's that's what we uh, know I'm, about James. I'm a county. I'm a county fool. <laughs> that's what they all say. Uh, um, I don't know. That's it. I'm, I'm done telling stories. If you want to hear, I, I have one more story in me. Uh, as, but I'll tell it on the Patreon show. Um, Ooh, yeah, the deep tease. Yeah, 
Yeah. And if you want to hear the Patreon show, you should go to Cody Akins at AkinsPCRepair.com. Get yourself a computer so you can listen to the Patreon show. Though, of course, you can also listen to it on an iPhone or Android, which he also has. If your iPhone or Android or computer is running like crap, well, then you should take it to him so you can hear the show on Patreon.com slash the JWS. Not the Jaws, not the Jews, not the Joes. Yeah. Not the, the Jais? Jawas? There are no Jawas. <laughs> it's like Jawas without two A's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully that wasn't tedious, but I just needed to uh, expel my horrible week since Tuesday on everybody. Um, I uh, also realized this isn't there wasn't any structure to the show today. And usually we've been like, hey, this is these are facts and stuff. I don't know. Maybe we'll Maybe this is what we'll we're just gonna like, do. You yell about vacations. <laughs> <sighs> we tell you about another vacation. Another vacation. Well, I could go on and on. Honestly. Like there was those are only two things. And we got forty minutes out of that. And you said there were four things that happened? Yes. So there's two other things. Two other things. One of them tragic and horrifying. The other eh, just kind of annoying. But <laughs> I'll tease. I'll tease it. I'll tease both of them. I think both of them constitute child abuse. Okay. And if you want to hear it, you need to go to patreon.com slash the JWS to hear them. Uh, how, are you? Legal fees. How, are, how are you doing, James? How are you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, still, still coping. Yeah. Hey, you're wearing a who t-shirt. You know, who isn't right. represented to the best of their ability and they should be at the rock and roll hall of fame. The who, the who, I assume there's like a broken Pete Townsend guitar somewhere. There's a broken Kurt Cobain guitar. They have a lot of stuff on Nirvana there now. Uh, I'm sorry. You said you were coping. I guess that's because you're still. Still sad about yeah, your dog. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a, little, a little bummed out. Takes a while. Takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin did. Uh, uh, I sent her a picture of him in my backyard shortly after I had taken possession of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I hate that phrase. I know what you mean, but uh, the the little the little orange tennis ball that he liked to. He wasn't he wasn't big on fetching, but <laughs> uh, if there was a bouncy thing, he would he would run it down. <laughs> Yeah, but not bring it back to you. He wasn't this gonna is, bring it back to you. This is he, mine now. You realize what you fucked up. You yeah. gave me this thing that I wanted, and it's mine now. <laughs> Idiot. That for some reason uh, really seems like that is that that would be you as a dog. Oh, I'll go and get it, but it's mine. I'm not gonna play your fucking games. That's not what I'm doing here. No, no, I, I, that, I was that fun for me. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like if I'm long term in this and I, I give it back to you, then you probably do it again. So that'd be fun for you. But no, I, I did my part. Yeah, right. It bounced. I got it. It's mine. Yeah, we're done with this. There was a bouncy thing that I wanted, <laughs> and I got it, and now it's mine. Okay, <sighs> but I. I take a picture of him and uh, and send it to her, and she I don't know who, but uh, I come home from lunch Saturday, and there is a package on my front porch, and it is a painting of that picture 
Oh, pretty good one. Too. And so, yeah, that's that's hanging up in my living room. Uh, I got a little uh, plaster of Paris paw print with his name that they gave me with his cremains as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's it's a weird thing because like I didn't I didn't have him around that long. It was like about seven months or so. Give or, give take, or take. Yeah. Uh and I'm not surprised that it fucked with me. I'm surprised at how much it fucked with me. Like it hurt bad. Can I can I just tell you, and I don't mean to I don't mean to be sound like an asshole to the cat aficionados listening to us. Right. Um I remember about 15 years ago when I was working at 97.1 in St. Louis, eh, more like 10 years ago, it doesn't matter. Uh, there's this amazing producer there named Becca who, to this day, I still look up to as like a model of consistency and amazingness as, as far as a radio personality and and um, somebody that just was given a raw deal in radio. Not, not, just, not too dissimilar from Rebecca Crockett, but this is a different Becca. Um... And she was amazing every day, like did her job, did her job better than anybody I've ever seen do her job as a producer. And uh, one day had a breakdown, couldn't talk on air, came off air, went into a room, turned off the lights and just started sobbing. And I went in and was like, hey, hey, Becca, what's going on? She's like, "My, my boyfriend texted me that my dog died. And I went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And, yeah, I, I know. Oh, God, damn, that sucks. And I was like, I I had a cat because I, I had a cat Snickers. Uh, no. uh, he died earlier this Not year. Not to be confused with your friend Snickers. No. <laughs> Though very similar, quite honestly. I was like, I, I, had a, I had a cat Snickers, and he died this year. It really sucked. And she was like, she looked at me, and she's like, I know you're trying to make me feel better. But dogs and cats are not the same. And I went, and I honestly walked away and I'm like, fuck you. Like, how dare you say that you to little me? little my grief. But having now owned a dog for four years and having owned several cats, they aren't. They aren't. Yeah. You, yeah. you form, and maybe it depends on the cat. Maybe it depends on, on the dog. Right. But dogs just kind of form a stronger bond with you. I think, I feel like a cat would be the same cat, no matter where the cat is. Like the cat doesn't need you except for to, I mean, you had Mooney. We, we had the same, I had Mooney for the first half of his life. You had him for the second half. And I'm sure when he died, it was very sad. I was sad about it. You were sad about it, but there's just something about the human dog relationship yeah, that is deeper than that, and it's it's not yeah. like a child, but it's not like just a pet either. It's yeah. not like a fucking goldfish or a cat. And again, I'm sorry to all the cats. There very well may be people out there who, if their cats died, uh, they would jump off a bridge. I'm sure there are, but I've just said that's not my experience. And I think it 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 dogs love you more. The dogs need you more. Yeah. Cats don't seem like they need you. So there's an aloofness that I, I admire to an extent from yeah. the cat. As yes. a species. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think as a, as a person, you're more of a cat. 
<laughs> but goddamn, do I appreciate the dog? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my Chinese zodiac sign as well. You're it's a dog. Oh, yeah. Yep, you're a cock. <laughs> That's the Chinese. <laughs> I'm a bull. In the other one, whatever the other one is, not the non-Chinese zodiac, whatever that is. So I'm bullcock is what I am. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it, it it sucks, and yeah, yeah. I I remember Katie, who is not aloof, but one of the most uh, stoic person people that I know. My wife, uh, along with our son Henry, which is hilarious because drives her nuts because Henry, she's always like, I don't know if he's like when we're on vacation. She's like, I don't is he having a good time? I was like, I think so. It's like he hasn't like I was on a roller coaster with him. He didn't say we or anything the entire time. And I was like, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> he's just just there like he's he's great, but he just he didn't say we, but he didn't say you and he didn't say me. So <laughs> um, ah. but she she when we had when we got Gordon, we'd only had him for a couple months. And she called me crying one day and I was like, what, what, what is, what is crying? What is the crying about? And she's like, he's going to die. And I was like, what? She's like, Gordon. And I was like, Gordon's going to die. What had happened? She's like, no, he's just going to die one day. And I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> this is true. And um, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> That that life is uh, ephemeral and and temporary and not everlasting. But yeah, she. This was, by the way, before we knew she was pregnant. But we should have known. We should have known. <laughs> but I've never seen her have that reaction to anything. We had cats when she was pregnant with Henry. She didn't cry about the cat. In fact, she's like, we need to get rid of these fucking cats. <laughs> so when the baby's born, I don't want these cats fucking bothering him. So, yeah. Um, I will say this about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm so glad that Jay-Z's being inducted before Weezer. That's good. You know. Um, Jay-Z, the biggest rock star on the planet. I mean, a guy who always... H to the Izzo. To the it, it, it's, it's a weird... Because I don't have... I actually don't dislike jay-z i like some of his songs i'm not gonna say i'm a i'm a big fan but the few songs of his uh, 99 problems is great eight uh hizzo or whatever the name the one that you were just doing is oh my god the the beat on that the sample from um what is that uh what is that song i can't remember the song it's a jackson five song isn't it whatever it is you look it up while I talk. Um, it's great, but I don't. He's not a rock star. He doesn't make rock and roll music. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I know, like, there's a lot of early. They have like Hank Williams in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That doesn't make any sense. He wasn't a rock and roll guy. He was a country guy. But at least Hank Williams is in there because rock and roll wasn't a thing yet. He's in there because. Things that Hank Williams did, you could say, at least led to maybe some of the sincerity or the lyrics or whatever in rock and roll. He was an inspiration. 
Jay-Z isn't inspiring that. I mean, that's just crazy. Rock and roll already exists. Izzo. Izzo. Yep. Parenthetical. Hova. Hova. Features a sample of I Want You Back by the Jackson. That's what it was. Just brilliant sampling there. But he's not a rock star. And, like, it it makes me angry because I've, I've had this conversation with people and they're like, oh, you just don't want black people. The roots are in. I'm fine with that. I think that's awesome. Because the roots fucking play rock and roll music. I mean, there's some rapping there too, but they, their biggest song was was uh, C2.0 and that's a goddamn rock song. So I don't know. I just wanted to burn the place to the ground by the time I was done. <laughs> And speaking of which, it's time to do that to the show. Bye. Take this, bitch.